0: Louisiana Raging Cajuns head coach, Mike Desimo, part two on Locked On Sunbelt.
1: You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We had such a thorough uh, and in-depth conversation with Mike Desimo. I figured I would split it up into two parts. Yesterday, talking about, you gotta love this, as far as I'm concerned, being more aggressive in the red zone. Uh, And today, we'll talk more about position battles that are not settled heading into camp, like the quarterback uh, position is. How they can throw it more to the tight end, which, of course, is my concern. Uh, And then, Mike Desimo, really thoughtful answer at the end about getting the job right around the Sunbelt Championship game in 2021, then having to recruit, then having to do the bowl game, and then recruit again, and then replace coaches in the transfer portal. Uh, And a lot was on his plate really fast. Uh, And he explains some maybe mistakes that they made uh, for last season that they're not going to make here in 2023. So let's get at it. It is part two of my conversation with the Louisiana Radio. Agent Cajuns head coach Mike Desimo on Lockdown Sunbelt. We're talking to Mike Desimo, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, so we talked about the quarterback position is right now we're heading with Ben Waldrich heading into camp. What are some position battles that will be decided in camp?
1: There's you know there's quite a few that's kind of um it's kind of fun every year, you know, when you go into camp, you still have a couple of them that are up there for grabs. Um you know, I think the the fifth o-line spot <clears throat> excuse me is certainly gonna be uh, is gonna be fun to see who ends up getting it. You got a bunch of guys that are that are competing for it. Um, which spot you know, is that specifically? So well you know that's kind of right tackle is kind of what it is right now. So like okay. you know from from Nate at left tackle to Jax at right guard that's that's pretty solid right now. Um, at right tackle, you know, Quentin Williams I think had probably not probably Quentin Williams coming out of spring was a guy who said, "All right, well he he's got the lead right now in that position. The way he played, he had to have a little procedure, so he'll be out for fall camp. Now oh. he should be back right around game one, you know. But again, you know, hope, hoping's not a very good plan. You, you got to have you know right. contingency plans there. So, um, you know, you had George Jackson into there, uh, Trent Murphy, um, who's a redshirt freshman. Um, you know, King McGowan was a guy that we really thought was gonna take it." have a have the possibility to take it and run with it um he uh i'm gonna tell the rest of the media today he's gonna actually be out for the year he had a another foot injury um Mm. which is man just like you know disappointed for him because he worked so hard to get back in this thing um but then also another option is is brian williams um, another redshirt freshman at left tackle where nate could move over to right so you got three guys going into camp that we're really excited about, um, you know, and that's competition is just what you makes everybody better, man. You you can't replace it, and and, and that those things make you make make you go a little bit harder, and they they kind of sharpen you up a little bit. So we got those three guys competing right now, and then Quentin, whenever he comes back, we expect to to really be able to get back in the in that in the mix really quickly for us.
0: What about a wide receiver? You got a lot of turnover there, and you got a corner, at least one corner position open
1: yeah no there's no doubt I mean so at wide receiver you know I I think you know we talked about the receiver room a little bit and like with Pete and Jake those guys have made plays you know Jake last year had a really good year and Pete throughout his career has made plays Um, that X receiver spot is really is wide open right now you know um, I think Harvey Broussard has really impressed players and coaches all summer um, you know, the true freshman from St. Martinville, uh, Tavion Smith is probably going to move. We're going to move him back out to X. He's a veteran guy, a junior college transfer, played a lot of football, you know, smart kid. He can go out there. He'll go play and, and go really do a good job for us there. You know, and then, you know, it, it's Rob Williams. You know, it's, it's time for Rob to to go out there and go play to the level that he's capable of. Um, you know, so that's all the X position, you know, and I think at the, the H and the Z, you know, what you're looking at is some young players that we've been excited about since last year. It's just last year. We were, you know, we were pretty deep there. They just weren't going to play a whole lot. So, you know, Charles Robertson from Zachary, um, he's, he's been really impressive since he got here, had a great spring. Um, Jaden Johnson from Fort Bend Marshall, you know, was a big physical inside receiver, really good hands. You know, he reminds us a lot. We talked about him. reminds us a lot of Bam Jackson when Bam was here, mm. um, that type of player, uh, you know, I mean, Daylon Cambry has been here and, and, and made plays and games for us. You know, he's going to go out there and go work in the slot for us, too. Uh, so you, you got, you know, you got a group of older guys. You expect to go make the plays while some of these young guys fill it out and uh, and, and kind of we we've let that thing start out and see who's ready to go this year. But we feel really good about what we got there. It's just, you know, kind of figuring out who's going to be the two, who's going to be the three, and how much do they play, um, you know, at corner, You know, I think Caleb Anderson certainly at corner played really well last year, you know, um, and there were, you know, there were times he started games last year and played well and he's continued to just get better and better. I think, you know, at field corner is kind of where you have, you know, Amir McDaniel has, has played well last year. Um, You know, he's moving in in and out, you know, at nickel and at corner. Um, Keon Martin is a guy who last year, you know, got here and, and, you know, really just has worked through the process. And now he's in the point where you're like, man, this, this kid's playing really good right now. Um, Glenn Brown is another one who transferred in from Southern University, a kid that we recruited out of high school. Um, you know, he's a senior. He He's a graduate transfer. He's a guy that he's mature. He's here to come out here and come play and come help this team win. So you, you got quite a few guys at corner competing, um, you know, Shadwell and Cuba is another one, that uh, junior college guy who we just got here in June. He's done a really good job this summer. You got two freshmen that, you know, the reason we took some of these older guys at corner is uh, we have some talented freshmen. That's just a tough spot to play when you're a freshman, you know, at corner. Yeah, um, and, sure is. and you can you can ruin them, um, you know, but Lorenzel Dubose is going to be a stud. Jeremiah Moses is going to be a really good player, you know, we just wanted to make sure, you know, we're not going to try to throw those guys to the wolves uh, just yet. You know, we want to make sure they're ready for that. One day they will be. Um, if it's this year, it's even better. But uh, you know, we just we just felt like we wanted to get a couple older guys in there, just so those 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 guys didn't, um, you know, kind of have to find out the hard way. We can, we can let them grow up the right way here.
0: All right, let's take a time out. We'll uh, move away from the wide receivers and go to where the offense should uh, be focused on, uh, the tight ends, when we get back and continue our conversation with Mike Desimo. Let me tell you a little bit about LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz back on Lockdown Sunbelt. Your team every day. A couple of more segments with the head coach of the Raging Cages, Mike Desimo. He talks how valuable and maybe how vital the tight ends are going to be this year for the Louisiana Raging Cages. All right, a quick follow-up. You didn't mention that your leading returning receiver is the tight end Neil Johnson. We got to exploit that coach. You know how much I love tight ends.
1: Yeah, we, we're not gonna play Neil. We're gonna move him to defense this year. We're not gonna play <laughs> <I'm following> him the <laughs> ball
0: uh, uh uh all right, let's go. No, it uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: He he's just he he's just been fun, you know, from from the time he got here, you know, to to you know, you saw the potential that he had early on and for him to you know really to get to the point where now you're talking about a significant season that I think he's on the verge of having. Um, you know, you you're just it's fun when it works out that way. You know, there's so many kids that come in with with promise and, and with, with potential and, and it never turns into anything. And like, that's the most disappointing thing. So to see him come in and say, you know, wow, this guy came in, he never played tight in his life, starts as a true freshman, you know, and right. plays every year. And I mean, now he's grown into a leader on the offense. Um, you know, he's a guy, you know, I talked about Pete and Jake, but, you know, I've talked to Neil quite a bit, you know, and, and really talked to him about, the way that we need him to step like it's not just making the plays that come to you which is kind of what our tight end position has been a little bit like you know when the ball comes to you just you know make the play and that's he needs to make plays this year um and you know pete jake Neil, those are the three uh known playmakers in our offense in the past game you know those are the three guys that throughout their careers have made catches, big catches, big games have made a lot of those plays. They are downfield threats. They need to carry the weight early on. And that way, you know, there's another really talented young tight in their room, Terrence Carter. You know, Pierce Meagle is a senior that's back, and Pierce has played great football for us. Um, you know, we've talked about the other receivers, Harvey, Jaden, Charles, all these guys, A.J. j You know, I don't think I even mentioned A.J. who got here in January. You know, those kids are talented like they are. They're really going to be good players. Um, we just gotta let them grow up, and it's gonna have to be fast, you know, just because the season's right here around the corner. But you know, Neil, Neil needs to play a big role in it, and uh, you know, we've we've explored a lot of ways to get the tight ends the ball. I think um, last year we did a little bit better job, maybe than what we used to. Um, this spring, you know, we 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 did an off season study on tight end. Tight end catches and things like that, because, you know, you got a couple guys there that are that are unique players. And, and when you have unique players, you know, it's college football. You don't get them for a long time. It's not the NFL. Right. There's no there's no 10 year contracts. You know, it's uh, when you have them, you better use them. So uh, so Neil for sure is a guy that we want we want and we need to have a big year for us.
0: Completely agreed. I'm only disappointed that I was not brought in on the tight end study. I could have told you how that was going to go before you started it. Uh, All right, let's take one more time out. When we come back to wrap things up with Mike Desimo, he talks about correcting mistakes from year one and getting them right in year two. Let me tell you a little bit about eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay motors with eBay guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right. The first time around, just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply all right before we get back to mike desimo dave schultz lockdown sunbelt uh your team every day again thanks very much we're off to a great start for our race for 500 subscriptions by opening day i think we've had uh 16 in the first three days of august and that was before uh you know this uh, premiered in the morning so Thank you so much for that. We will get to 500. I'm very confident in that. Uh, remember, not only can you subscribe, please do so on YouTube, but you can find Locked on Sunbelt wherever you get your audio a podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, wherever you get them. Just search Locked on Sunbelt and you'll be able to find us. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up with the head coach of the Raging Cajuns football team, Mike Desimo. Uh, he talks about trying to correct mistakes from year number one and don't repeat them in year two. Let's wrap up with Mike Desmo, head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. All right, so when Clay Helton got the Georgia Southern job, he got it, you know, with the season still going and wasn't being rushed, moving his family across the country, had a chance to look at the team. You're coming up from the staff, but not only were you on the staff, you're, you're from Acadiana, you were the Cajuns head coach, you were coaching high school football before you joined the staff. What was it like for you in year one, uh, going for you know, being a local product, now being uh, the head coach? And how, how can you, uh, I guess, get better here in year two?
1: Yeah, you know, year one was it was, um, it, it, was just, it just all happened. It just happened so fast. And it was just kind of one thing into the next. And, you know, I find out, you know, on Sunday we announced that I'm getting the job after the conference championship. We, we literally had a staff meeting for an hour and a half for me to figure out what coaches were still here, what coaches were staying here to make a recruiting plan. Cause we were on the road the next day to go recruiting and then to talk about the official visit that we were going to have the following weekend on starting on Friday, because everyone's going on the road, going separate ways. Um, so that's, that's how it starts. You have an hour and a half meeting and you have to do all these things. So then you're on the road, you come back, then you get back. It's bowl game preparation. Um, you know, we had a lot of, Things going on around the bowl game that, uh you know, kind of never really get into, but, you know, you go through the bowl game, so you finally win that. You think you can take a breath, and then, bang, it's it's the transfer portal, and it's, it's, you know, the coaches that you lost that you didn't think were, were leaving. Um, all these things just kind of kept happening, you know, and then it rolls over to January recruiting, right? Then you're trying to put together a signing class because you lost a right. couple in that signing class. You lost more players trying to figure out how many you need. So you get into January and, and you just keep running. And I think kind of all of that, I, I didn't I didn't take the time. I didn't make the time, I guess I should say, to really kind of reflect on what I wanted to do that offseason with that team um, mm-hmm. as far as the strength and conditioning and, and just the way that that was structured because that team that we had last year was a totally different football team than what we had the two previous years, right. Two previous years were extremely veteran guys that had been here a long time. And our off season program was, was, was really good for them. Um, our guys last year and and needed some changes. They needed more strength work. They needed more, you know, they needed more weight room stuff than what we used to do. And, um, you know, kind of wasn't until we got in the spring ball that I realized like, Oh my goodness, I, I kind of, I made the, the mistake that I said I'd never make. I kind of said, well, we're going to do what we, this is what we used to do. So we're going to do it. Um, and I was kicking myself in the butt because I knew that that it was, it was too late at that point to go back. Right. Um, mm. So once it, it probably really wasn't until we got to spring football last year that it finally slowed down and it felt like, okay, you know, th- there's time to reflect on things and to look at it. And um, you know, in year two, it's been, you know, continuity has been good. Our roster stayed intact really way better than it did last year. Um, our coaching staff were one of seven staffs in division one football to not lose a single assistant coach with only one in the Sun Sunbelt. Um, you have a lot of players that are coming back that have played significant snaps. It's like, you know, we're connected right now um, in a way where last year we we're trying to figure it out a little bit. And I mean, shoot, I, I was, you know, I tell the players and the staff you know, I'm I'm the first one to say, yeah, I was trying to figure it out too. You know, it was all sure. spinning, going pretty fast for a little yeah. while. And, you know, you're, you're drinking out of a fire hose is what, you know, the term they use. That's really what it felt like. And, um, you know, so there, there was just a lot of things, you know, going on that, you know, I think one of the things hiring people in, in college, you know, as a college head coach is one of the things that I didn't realize was going to be that hard, you know, um, it seems like everybody wants to get into college athletics. And I'm not even just talking about position coaches. I'm talking about any job that you've got. That's right. It's, I mean, it's, it's dozens, you know, hundreds sometimes of, of emails and texts and calls and, you know, for positions that, you know, you know, you think, wow, you know, I can't believe there's that much interest in it. So that, that, that type of stuff that, you know, you know, you have to do it, but you don't realize, how time consuming that is, and really, you know, at certain points how stressful that can be. Um, you know, all that stuff was just, you know, you got to You got to learn on the run a little bit, and and I certainly made mistakes. Um, I'm as critical of myself though, I think, as anybody ever could be. And um, you know, we've worked really hard this off season to to remedy some of these things and to make sure that we're doing the best thing for this football team. And um, you know, I I just I just can't wait because. You know, we're about to get started here, you know, a little bit later today. And I know that we have a really talented young team. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of sophomores and a lot of juniors, but it's a lot of kids that have played a lot. So it's fun because I feel like the ceiling can be really high for this team, Um, you know, but those experiences have to pay off this year and we as coaches have to put them in positions to, uh you know, to feel like there's something on the line, to feel like there's a little bit of pressure in practice, and uh, you know, I just, I'm excited about it because every, every year you go into camp, and, and my goodness, if, you, if you're not excited about it right now, and you don't feel like, you know, you're not optimistic, and it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a terrible year for you. You know, I mean, if you can't feel good about what you got right now, and uh, and we certainly do. He's Mike Desimo,
0: head coach of Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Really appreciate your time incredibly generous, incredibly forthcoming. We're looking forward to it, coach. Uh, We will see you at uh, Raging Cajuns Media Day and best of luck this season. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Dave.